Hello and welcome to this audio version of the article from fullstackhr.io. I am, as per usual, Johannes Sundlo, and I'm going to start by saying Happy Friday. And also, I'm going to start by saying a big thank you to people sharing this newsletter. I've added way over 100 people since last week, and I know that there has been sharing going on, so can't see who's sharing it, but I'm super thankful for anyone who's sharing this newsletter. So thank you. But that said, let's get into it. So we touched upon it last week. As long as there is a shortage of people in certain areas, the people in those areas will have a big impact on how we structure our organizations. That is, we do what we have to do to attract those people to us. It is what it is, but will it always be that way? Would it be possible to overcome the talent shortage? And is there anything we can do to alleviate it? Corn Ferry, they estimate that the global talent shortage could reach 85.2 million people by 2030. So if we do nothing about it, and if robots have not taken our jobs by then, Corn Ferry calculates that an estimated of 8.5 trillion in revenue could be lost. And whether that's uh, true or not, it's probably up for debate, but it's a bleak future they paint. I've been urged to always have multiple multiple sources, so, so here we go on that one as well. So Manpower, another similar company to Corn Ferry, also points out in their study, nicely named the talent shortage survey, that there's a shortage of talent and that it will most likely increase. And you can read the full sort of the ins and outs of that in the link in, in the article at fullstackhr.io. And we should always keep in mind that these two players are just that players who want to fill the gap created by the shortage. To some extent, they're pursuing their own agenda, doing so so by pushing this agenda. But there's also some truth associated with this. And I think we all can feel the pain that comes with the actual talent shortage out there. And, and one simple reason why, why there is a talent shortage is because there are not enough of us. Or to put it more bluntly, we don't make enough babies. And as baby boomers retire from the workforce, there is a shortage of people willing to take the jobs to leave the house behind. They're not only willing to, there's a shortage of people in general. So how do we solve this problem? By making more babies, of course. And today's article is a practical guide on how to do that, making more babies. Nah, not really, I'm not going to go into that rabbit hole. But there are things we can do from, a pers- from the perspective of HR to make up the, for the lack of talent or to mitigate the gap that we have. And if you've been around for a while, you may recall that I'm not a fan of the of the saying "hire for attitude, trade for skills." And while I still cling to to it like a monk on a swing, as always, there are some nuances. One of the most important is that we need to do a better job of training, and in some cases, retaining our employees as well. How can we do that? There are potentially several ways, but. I'm going to talk about one way that we did in a project that I was involved in. It was a huge company and a huge pro- project and I was just a small, small, small part of this and a small part of, of a bigger team that uh, did this. So bear that in mind, but this is how we did it or how they did it. At that. We started off with an inventory of everyone's current skills and mapped them to the skills and criteria that the company felt would be needed in the future. Then we created learning path to close those skills gap. And sounds simple, right? Well, it was not. This is a very condensed version of a multi-year project, but it's the gist of it to some extent. We looked at the skills that they had, looked at the skills needed in the future, and we tried to mitigate that gap. And this kind of inventory mapping is difficult and complex. So how do you capture all nuances of what a person is know, for example? 
how do you translate that into future needs and how do you deal with those who do not fit into the future organization? How do you know what the future will require even? Will it be worth the investment that you make? Because it is a huge investment bridging that skill gap. These are all questions you need to ask yourself if you find yourself in this situation. Ideally, you don't want to end up in this situation. And that requires effort and awareness on how to move your business forward without losing sight of the future. You need to balance current needs with future needs and you need to plan and you need to stay relevant. Sure, you can take on major initiatives like this. It's a huge initiative to be behind in your, in your talent plan or your skills plan. From what I've heard, it's worked out pretty well for the organization that were doing this. But ideally, your organization should continuously work to evolve itself, to learn and to educate its employees on an almost daily basis. So how on earth do you do that? Well, if you ask me, and since this is my newsletter, after all, I can answer my own questions. A part of the answer is that you do a fantastic job of talent management. What? Talent management? Wait, let me, let me run through this. By having your managers continually go through your, your teams and review their skills and define us, you can hire what you are missing. And it sounds obvious, but it's really not. Most people hire more of the same when they hire people. And they do not take into account <clears throat> that by hiring way more experienced people to the team, they can hopefully make their entire team more skilled in the long run. And most companies and managers are reluctant to hire people who are more skilled than they are and who they have in their company. Part of it is it's probably the Dunning-Kruger effect. We don't know what we don't know. So it's hard to hire people with more knowledge than ourselves. But part of it is also good old politics and in some cases budget restraints. And I don't mean constraints only in the form of not enough money to pay these high, uh, highly skilled people, but also sometimes in the form of unwillingness to pay someone that much, uh, maybe more than you earn as, uh, as a manager on that team. It's a combination. You opt for someone a little cheaper, but you end up paying more in the long run because they bring less value to the team on, an on, -day, uh, on a day-to-day -day basis and from a learning perspective. And which means you have then to send your people to either really expensive trainings or you have to do big initiatives like that where you mitigate obvious gaps because you don't have people with the right competencies to work in an organization in the future. Will this sort of work with talent management solve or cater for all your needs? It doesn't mean that you don't need any formal training for employees. No, there's obviously a need for formal training as well. Uh, you can combine that. But my impression is that most of us in HR are pretty good at that aspect of training. We don't have that mindset of let's bring in senior talent to the team so they can help out the team. If you are consistent in your talent management practices, you have solved one part of the how to stay relevant puzzle. Hopefully find yourself in a situation where you don't have to upskill or reskill a lot of people on a massive scale, which will then hopefully save your organization both time and money in the end. And obviously there's way more benefits to this as well. But in summary, if you lack the skills you need to achieve the company's goals, and if you want to address future talent shortage, start planning your talent management more thoroughly now and find out what is needed in your teams and hire those new people and hire up. That way you'll be a better that way, you'll be better able to continually train your teams, let employees grow into their roles and new roles, and be less likely to end up with a huge backlog of unfilled positions in 2030. And I know this sounds easier than it actually is, 
but I hope this gave some food for thought. Please let me know in the comments if you disagree or agree with me, and I'll catch you in the next one.